In the past three months, she's managed to burn through 12,622 gallons of jet fuel at an estimated value of $70,779. That puts her at the very tippy top of the list of the most harmful polluters of all celebrities. Man, I'll tell you, they've caused enough CO2 to make Greta Thornburg blush, even through her reusable straw. He said, and I quote this, while some of my actions in the past have shown poor judgment, I love my job and would never disrespect my workplace. Any attempts to characterize my actions otherwise are fabricated. This is a difficult time for me as I have been attacked for who I love for a political agenda. Whew. Now that's what I call working your <laughs> off, hey boys? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied tonight by the one and only Liam Lashmise Reese and Strong Stem Steve Cabot. Tonight's top stories in Stupid Is as Stupid Does. First, we'll be going into Memphis, Tennessee, where a middle school student steals a gun from the school. Then we'll head down to Commerce City, Denver, where we have two masked men who try to rob a check casting store, end up misplacing the getaway car. We'll transfer into incredibly incredible news, where we'll talk about the amount of CO2 being generated by America's new favorite couple. And then also we'll touch on a senator who gets caught playing hardball. Let's kick it to our on-field analyst at Kirby Middle School. Liam, what do we have for me? Yes, I'm here at the Memphis Middle School, and I'm hearing from police that a school security officer left their handgun in a bathroom stall after they dropped a huge heater at around 10.50 a.m. The student was seen on camera walking off with what appeared to be something under her hood without permission. She walked off school grounds. After school staff reviewed the footage and everything, they went to go look for this girl, and they could not find her. Police say she appeared to be concealing something under her hoodie. She walked out, then immediately walked out with another student. The students took off. It hasn't been said if they've recovered the weapon yet. Both students have not been named. And Working Perspectives News has reached out to Kirby Middle School for comment, but they would not tell us if the security officer had been fired yet or not. Wow. Uh, well, it looks like that security officer lost more than his lunch, if you know what I mean. It was Hopefully a that... woman. Oh, it was, man. It, this was a woman security guard, and this was a female student, two female students who walked off with the security officer's handgun. Man, well, hopefully those kids don't have any problems collecting lunch money. Okay, very good. Uh, thank you for that, Liam Reese. Next, we're going to move to Commerce City, Denver, where we have Strong Stem Steve Cabot on the scene. Steve. Matt, can you hear me? Okay, yes, I'm sorry. It's so cold out here. Our equipment's failing. Uh, the cameraman's having a problem. It's a little issue out here. It's... It's cold as balls. Uh, we're out here in the suburbs of Denver, not far from the city. And uh, I just realized that two Scafozos tried to rob a check cashing place by the name of High Low Check Cashing. Get a better name. But either way, they tried to rob this place. They run out. They're juveniles, probably not the smartest humans. They run into the place. As they run in there, another ambitious Brajul sees their car idling outside that was already stolen. 
What does she do? She steals the stolen car while they're robbing the check cashing place. Now, of course, these two Gavones try to run out, realize the car's not there. They run away. The police run them down. They catch the juveniles not only with the money, but guns. So they're, at this point, I tried to reach out to the Commerce City Police Department. They had no response yet because it's still an ongoing investigation. So we may have updates shortly. But at this point, there's no names. There's no situations. And they have not recovered the stolen vehicle, the stolen, stolen vehicle. And they do not know the name of the lady. But they did put out a thing, a APB that said, these fellers got bested by an industry colleague. So they're asking for that lady to politely return the car. And these two guys are in big, big trouble. But at this point, Matt, there's not much more information they're trying to release because it's still, like I said, an ongoing investigation. But we will keep updates and we will find out where these two juveniles went because mm, they didn't get far and they're arrested. But shout out to the girl that stole the stolen car. I like her ambition. And uh, back to you, Matt, in the studio. All right. Thank you for that, Steve. Man, what an awkward time to get your car repoed. All right. But very good story so far, guys. I want to keep it moving. We're going to go into incredibly incredible. Uh, Liam, I'm going to go back to you. What do you have for incredibly incredible? Yes. America's new favorite couple. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. I've just landed here in Kansas City International Airport where one of two of Taylor Swift's multi-million dollar aircraft lands regularly. In the past three months, she's managed to burn through 12,622 gallons of jet fuel at an estimated value of $70,779. That puts her at the very tippy top of the list of the most harmful polluters of all celebrities. So if anybody's keeping score, 12,622 gallons of jet fuel is the equivalent of what it would take to power 26.9 homes for one year. Just to all the electricity you use in your house, 27 houses. That's what she's using just in the past three months. They're saying to offset the pollution, she would have to plant 2,282 trees, which I'm being told will probably be planted around the perimeter of Arrowhead Stadium so that the uh, Kansas City can, you know what I mean, practice and have more clean air than the rest of the league, giving them giving them an edge over the competition. But not, not the list you want to be on the top of after making Ethical Billionaire on the cover of time. Back to you, Matt. Man, I'll tell you, they've caused enough CO2 to make Greta Thornburg blush, even through her reusable straw. <laughs> Very good. Well, thank you again for that story, Liam Lishmizer-Reese. We're now going to our man, the myth, the legend, live from Capitol Hill, the one and only strong stem, Steve Cabot. Steve. Yes, Matt, I'm here at Washington, D.C., otherwise known as Head Central of America. We are here, and I just spoke with U.S. Dinosaur, I mean, Senator, Dinosaur, Ben Cardin, who is a Maryland senator and is about to retire. And he told me that he had to fire a staff member due to an unforgiving, unsolicited act he may have performed in the halls of Senate. And to be specific, I think they told me it was room 
216 that he did this in. I saw a small clip of a video that we may not play here for the viewers because it's a little graphic. But this feller, Aiden Maziz Kerzapis, was in trouble for blowing his boyfriend's back out in that room on the chair of a, another U.S. senator from Minnesota. He stood his boyfriend up on that chair, couldn't hold his horniness back, and decided to go balls deep in his boyfriend in the middle of the day. Now, this room is not just some random room. It's a room where I've heard that they've had U.S. Senate Judiciary Committee hearings held here, right? So, again, he did this. But my favorite part is I did speak to the blower of the backs out. And he had a small quote and a small thing that he would like to tell me. He said, and I quote this, while some of my actions in the past have shown poor judgment, I love my job and would never disrespect my workplace. Any attempts to characterize my actions otherwise are fabricated. This is a difficult time for me as I have been attacked for who I love for a political agenda. Now, that exact quote he put out on LinkedIn has already been deleted. So, but the internet never forgets. So they have it. So um, I'm not sure what's going on here. I'm going to try to keep us updated. I tried to call Penn, uh, Ben Garden's office. They would not receive my calls at this moment. And uh, as far as I know, they're not completely saying this boy was fired, but he is no longer a part of uh, Senator Ben Cardin's staff. And I'm not sure what's happening to him. And uh, we're going to keep you updated, Matt. I'm not sure. But um. Very sure if I bang someone and film it at my job, it's probably not a good look. So we're just going to keep everybody updated and um, we'll find out what happens here. So, Matt, back to you in the studio, brother. Man, I'll tell you. Thank you for that, Steve. Whew, now, that's what I call working your ass off. Hey, boys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to now move it on to sports and spads. We're going to head to Strong Stem Steve Cavett live from Las Vegas in UFC 296. Steve, how are we? Yeah, no, split that. Please double down. I'm sorry. Uh, are we live? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hit. Take a hit. I'm sorry. Uh, so I'm here live in Las Vegas, Nevada, for the UFC 296 fiasco. And what happened here? Not only was there fights in the cage, there was fights in the stand mats. I, on here, on press row, happened to see Sean Strickland, Mr. America, the middleweight champion, undisputed of the world, absolutely got seated in front of the guy he's about to fight next. Giant, white, South African, Mr. Duplessis. Well, they happened to put the camera on both of them. And as they did it, one turned around to speak to the other. And, of course, they try to zoom in, Matt. One is trying to hype up the fight. They're all laughing. He turns around. And in between them happens to be another legend of the USC, Gilbert Burns, his wife, and their kids. So what does Mr. America do? Like a gentleman, he asked Mr. Gilbert Burns and his children to please move out of the way. Why did he ask them to move out of the way? Because he jumped over the seat and beat the brakes off of that South African sissy that he fights for the belt next in the stands. Best fight of the night. Most hype I've been in a long time. Crowd goes nuts. Everyone jumps in. They stop it. Pull him apart. The kids were completely okay, just so everyone knows, because he's a gentleman. And 
Now it hyped up this fight to a point where everyone cannot wait. I've never seen chaos like this. The only thing I will say is everyone that said, oh, my God, I can't believe they're fighting in the stands. These are professional fighters, and they fight for a living. So when you see them fight anywhere, just know this is what they do. So if you come to a cage fight, and a fight might break out outside the cage between cage fighters, it's not that uncommon. So just keep your head clear, and I hope that everyone has the respect that Mr. America has. And please, always keep the children safe. Shout out Sean Strickland. Shout out Mr. America and shout out Las Vegas. Also, I will say this, Matt, one side, get double down. One side note I have to tell you is that Dana, Mr. UFC White came out and they asked him who, what moron would sit two guys who are about to fight each other right next to each other. And he said, and I quote you, an asshole, only an asshole would do that. And you're looking at the asshole that did it. So Dana White said, personally, he's an asshole for sitting those guys right next to each other because he personally does the seating for every single pay-per-view event. He's the guy who single-handedly, like a wedding, pictures every person to where they're supposed to sit. So shout out Dana White for owning up to it, calling himself an asshole, and also providing us with some of the best entertaining sports news I've seen in a while. Shout out UFC. Shout out America. Back to you in the studio, Matthew. I mean, shout out to Captain America, Sean Strickland. I mean, who knew you could get nosebleed seats sitting ringside, huh, guys? <laughs> uh, let's keep it moving, though. We're going to go to the one and only Liam Lishmise Reese, who is live from a Texas high school. Liam, what do you got? Uh, the high school was closed, so we moved location. We are actually at the men's club in Houston, Texas. <laughs> where a, a former Texas coach was arrested for theft of property on Friday for allegedly using a school district credit card at a strip club in the Houston area. J.D. Bales was an assistant soccer coach at Bridgeport High School where he was alleged to have been, he was visiting a, they were having like a coaches conference in the area. You know, they give you the card so you have, you can go out and get, get dinner and everything on the, you know, on the taxpayer dime. But instead of going out to dinner, this guy decided to visit the men's club behind me and spend a staggering $5,455.81. Now, they started investigating this dude. He resigned back in September. He's just being charged now because they found evidence. He originally said that all the charges were fraudulent, wasn't him. But what's the one thing we all know that strip clubs have? At the door, inside, wherever, because, I mean, let's be honest, stuff pops off at strip clubs. People get people get the juice in them, you know what I mean? They get wild. So you got to have video evidence. Well, obviously they saw this guy through. I come through. Obviously they saw this guy swipe the card and everything. So there was they found evidence that a criminal offense occurred. This guy was fired, you know what I mean? And now they're going to hammer him in court. Back to you, man. Man, oh, man. I mean, talk about a way to connect with former students, huh, guys? Incredible. Jeez, that's putting your money where their mouth is, you know? Golly, good for that guy. Good for that guy, supporting the students, you know? Jeez, oh, Pete, man. Uh, okay, well, we are coming towards the top of time, guys. I'll tell you, 
I love this new format. I love what we're doing. But before we get out of here, Strong Stem Steve Cabot, is there anything you would like to say to the family and friends of those listening? I would. One, God bless America. Two, Amen. God bless the grappling world. And shout out Real Thing Jiu-Jitsu. Shout out my friends that have the heart to put it on the line, go one-on-one, and have the gahonias to go after somebody else and learn how to defend the people you love. And if I can think of anything that's more American than learning how to protect what's yours, I don't think I know anything otherwise. God bless America and Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays to those and them and they and their or whatever you want to call yourself. God bless America. Amen. All right. Very good, Steve. Thank you for that. Liam, what do you have to say to the family, friends and listeners before we get out of here? Uh, I just wanted to give a special shout out to the men's club in Houston, where I will be spending the rest of my evening after this show's over, instead of working on my transitions when I get done my stories. Have a good night, everyone. Speaking of transitioning to another story, this has been another episode of the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied today by the one and only strong stem Steve Cabot and Lishmise Liam Reese. In case you're wondering, you can find all our stuff and all our content and all podcast platforms and YouTube at Working Perspectives Podcast. You can get us on Instagram at Working Perspectives Podcast, and you can join us on Twitter and TikTok at Working P Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workingperspectives at gmail.com and please like and subscribe so we can keep bringing you the sweet, sweet content. Remember, this is the Working Perspectives Podcast, Lansdale's number one trusted source for news. Thank you for listening. Have a great weekend. Thanks. See you.